I just realized there's a banana on the back of your thing. Yeah, dude. Why? What banana. Oh there. my god, it's a banana. It's a banana. It's a... That's the uh I was yeah. for the longest time I was staring at thinking, is this a Gabson flag? Then I realized it's, it's uh, a banana. It's uh the the cover of uh Velvet Underground. It's an Andy okay. Warhol uh piece. Yay! <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Bodega Nights. My name is Martin. We got Zhao, we got Miko, aka Ironic Gamer. And a few minutes ago, while we were trying to record, a lot of weird stuff happened. Like Martin became a fan. Yes, disconnection. For some reason, this 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 new fancy smancy uh, Logitech camera detected that that round thing that got you know behind me is me and not me. Martin the fan. <laughs> <laughs> it tried to take over my life, Miko. Why do you miss it? It, it is very sentience. round. It, it had pie, <laughs> or at least it believed in it. What? I do. Oh. I'm too young to be a pie. <laughs> Oh, and um, also, it's uh, the 26th of September, right? Mm-hmm. Which means like 12 years ago, Undoy happened, and we were like trying to record something about Undoy. And to, because you know, of faulty internet. No, man, to the credit of, uh, to the credit of Martin and Nico, man. You know, they were talking quite nicely about Undoy, but then I got into like an anti-government tirade, which I didn't feel comfortable <laughs> talking about. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we shouldn't talk about that again. Now. The wider internet, <laughs> so, you know, I saw the koi fish being free and alive in ACB in ALB lobby. Whatever happened to the fish? Actually, I just heard about swimming around, but I never heard what happened after. Yeah, they, they, they were free. That is all you need to know. They were free. <laughs> they never came back. <laughs> How do I? This is the thing. Like I knew they went goodbye. out. Like, did they ever get returned? <laughs> we <had laughs> and now you remembered why the fishes when you came back were slightly less big. <laughs> you think I paid attention <laughs> to those things? <laughs> <laughs> and slightly off color than the last fish you saw a month prior. <laughs> I'm assuming they ended up like fish. I'm, I'm assuming they either went back in or they ended up in the creek. I don't want the latter. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys know the the story about the creek, you wouldn't want that too. <laughs> we end we end yeah. up with like mutated koi that become as big as like that dragon thing from Shang Chi. <laughs> uh, so 15 years later, in the year 2024, they come back. To go home and say, oh my God, we can't fit here anymore. My God. <laughs> All to yeah, the dude. panicking students and staff of school. Like the dragon yeah. thing from Shang-Chi. That would be pretty yes. funny. <laughs> After uh, 15 years, I have come back to Earth. Wait, we have been in Earth. Just in, you know, the creek. God, were you trying to like channel Rita Repulsa? Yeah, our viewers should know who Rita Repulsa is. They should know because Power Rangers is now on Netflix and on their Wait, official Power Netflix? Rangers it's YouTube channel. Yeah, the first three seasons of Power Rangers is here in Netflix Brazil. What? Brazil. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's on Netflix, really. First three seasons. I was like, curious, like what Power is Rangers. like, like what is Brazil like? How big is the Power Ranger fan base in Brazil? Like, yeah, we're giving them the Rangers. Let me check I don't it know, out. but they I'm, took I'm... out the Power Rangers last year, the other older seasons. But in the official YouTube of Power Rangers, there's uh, Jungle Fury. There's uh, YouTube. Oh, 
Yeah, it's not the old Power Rangers, though, I'm seeing. It's like Mini Force, Liddy Called, Reboot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's not like the good one. Like the very first one, which was just like not even an actual show. It was two shows cut up to make one show with extra scenes. No, no. If you you check this out, they do have it. The Power Rangers official YouTube, you have the first three seasons of uh, first two seasons of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which is I'll be honest, anything on YouTube, I just assume the series there is just uploaded by someone. I just don't ask about legality. I just enjoy my I just enjoy the time. Oh, no, this is legal. (laughs) Actually, they have some dude, they have some good seasons here too, like Power Rangers Wild Force, where we got the return of Tommy, Jason, and the other Red Rangers. I love Uh, how Tommy the Green Ranger just never stopped being the Green Ranger until today. Right? Like until today, that is still his claim to fame is being the Green Ranger or the White Ranger. And then we have another season, Dino Thunder, where Tommy's there again as the Black Ranger. <laughs> I don't remember Dino. Because I remember the very first one that they were dinosaurs. That's the word. The first one they were dinosaurs, Tyrannosaurus, Triceratops, yeah. Woolly Mammoth, Dragonzord, Sabertooth, and uh, whatever Dragonzord was. Kaiju! Yeah, yeah, Ka- new toy Kojira. line we have to push. Kojira. I and, am uh, new they... toy line to push this thing. Yeah. Yes. And then Jungle Fury. But basically, these are like the seasons we got from the Super Sentai series. Like the same series we got Mask Man, Bioman, never translated to Power Rangers until Megaforce when they had a couple of seconds of clips because they used the power of the old Power Ranger. Yeah, I remember that. That's that was a pretty cool. That was a pretty cool highlight. I literally just watched that section and didn't care about anything else. How, yeah. how old were you guys uh, when you found out, or when you be? Uh, yeah, how old, how old yes. were you guys when you found out that oh, the Power Rangers, uh, the Power Rangers TV show that we watched as a kid, was just pretty much a bunch of like American kids intercut with a show from Japanese. Japan. Uh, oh, I, was I was in college. Sixteen. Sixteen. I was sixteen. Yeah, I was just out of high school. Yeah, it was just roughly about the same time college. as well. Which is because pretty crazy to think about that they were able to come up internet. with something that coherent. I know, right? It was like amazing. Like, it's like I could not mm. believe, like, no, and then I have to actually watch the original things at the and scenes. Where saw, he's like, like, oh my god, okay, wow. really, that was an actual thing. And I mean, props to the editor that made yeah. me want to do more video editing, like, on my spare time. Was that's amazing, right? That they were able because to pull off something like that. It's crazy. Think of it, I was like, oh man, so we could have had Mask Man and Bio Man in. Power Rangers, but they can't because they started in 1993 with Zoo Ranger. Uh, I, I, but yeah, it, it took me until college to figure that out. And like, wow, these are slightly better, but still as cheesy as Power Rangers. So it works both ways anyway. It was like, uh, it was like <laughs> when I first watched Kung Pao enter the fit, they were oh, like, Kung Pao, yeah. 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 They were like, this, <laughs> is, <a> name. <laughs> this is a dude who took like shots from some old Chinese movie and filmed some of his own stuff and tried <laughs> to make a movie out of it. Kind of like the Power it Rangers. Well. It was pretty well. It was funny, like, the, man. The way it was described to me was kind of like the Power Rangers. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's, that's from Japan. It was from an Asian country? Like, <gasps> what are you talking about? That's what I learned. That's preposterous. That's what I, that's what I what? learned. It was after watching Kung Pao enter the fist. This is your fault. (laughs) I've learned the ways of the editor. Yeah, sort of like the same thing. Sort of like how Chosen One like had his uh, had had Tungy like open his eyes, right? Like, yeah, like. (laughs) Oh, I should have taken a screenshot of Mike and doing that. Yeah, right. (laughs) 
Oh, because gosh. I was like, that, that thing was just really interesting, Kung Pao. And again, that made me love editing. And there was a time, I remember, in YouTube where editors would just literally recut trailers or movies into becoming a different kind of genre yeah. by just yeah. changing up the scenes and music. And that's where I quickly learned where horror movies are comedies with different sound effects. Yes, <laughs> actually. Yeah, boy. Back when we were doing theater in college, I had this idea that, like, if we take some of the tragedies of, like, Sophocles and whatnot, and we, you know, perform them, and uh, we add, like, a laugh track to it and, like, overacting, it, it <laughs> might actually work, right? Like, yep. we were we were thinking of doing the tragedy of Oedipus, or that, that was one of my, that was one of my dream projects, to do the, the, the tragedy of Oedipus the King as, like, a, a sitcom. With the last oh, track and complete with cool. audience yeah. participation. Oh my god, that's gonna be awesome. That would have been like that. That was one of my. That was one of my uh, dream. That would be interesting way to reinvent uh, a play. We are now. Look at us. Look at us. We are comedy now. He was just I know, but we are comedy now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Okay, but that's the thing. But it's like I remember, like a popular one was they got the an actor got Home Alone two and rechanged mm-hmm. up everything and became a horror film. What the mm. fudge? It became yeah, a Saw that, X yeah. film. I remember because that. like just changing out certain t- tones, c- filters. Yeah, the same way they got. I think uh, not Saw, but something else. Uh, what's that killer movie with the guy with the uh, Scream? Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, Scream. No, no, Scream. 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 Uh, that one. They're able to make that into a comedy. What's kind of a comedy? Changing out the things. Huh? Didn't they rip it off to scary movie? No, yeah, no. This was before. This was before scary movie. Like they ah. re-edited Scream to become a comedy by changing up the effects. Yeah. Oh my god. Again, just showing <laughs> off how things can change so drastically by changing things here and there. The same I way, actually... like they get like that scene with um, Darth Vader coming out of like the transport, and they made it like love, like romance music, and suddenly, <laughs> uh, like the officers like sweating and getting like nervous. Seem more like they were really anticipating the sexy man, not scared of this imposing figure. Yeah. I actually did something like that with my like media and information literacy class. Um, I showed them like a scene from a zombie flick, but then played okay. like comedic music behind it. And like you should have seen the faces of those children. They didn't know what. <laughs> I think the close I saw to that confusion as a kid was face off. When the kid was listening to that music, like a why do birds suddenly appear as like a SWAT team is just emptying into like a Carmilla hideout. Like the most overpowered, like craziest police scene I've ever seen in the movie was an entire SWAT team. They're all just like, we'll find out who lives. And like the kids is there like, why do birds suddenly <laughs> all the slow-mo? It's like, this feels so weird. I don't know what to feel. <laughs> Wait, but we see that in other modern movies as well. Like the film Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. It was him and Dr. Uh, the, the Lizard. And there was this like, I don't know if it was Stan Lee or one custodian with a, you know, just jamming to some tunes. Yeah, and but, but, but in the background, they were that's kicking him ass in the to it. So that's like a single character hearing that this one really was yeah. the entire backdrop so that kid listening to that music oh God. this completely replaced the soundtrack of what was going on so that was a whole <laughs> different effect like ah, i don't know the feel here like it's like a lovely like happy song but you just see like mm-hmm. people getting shot things exploding like <laughs> i don't know emotion child emotion no understanding. 
I need an adult. <laughs> I am a, they are adults. They're adults. Look, look, we don't know what's going on either. And that was the first film I ever got that twist of really insane violence scene, but then like really happy music playing. Oh my god! Yeah. It reminds me of playing Persona Four Golden. Uh, it has a very cheery song, like ten, ten, ten. It's like a kids show, and then in between you see people hanging on the rooftops or like on poles dead and it's still a very happy cheery intro song <laughs> i don't know if i can link it to you guys just for you to understand but this is how it goes i think that's the close i think i saw to something like that but in fairness when it was being played i did not think of it as a cheery song which was full metal jacket when they sang mickey mouse in the end mm. like oh it was like God. the it was supposed to be a juxtaposition of like a happy mickey mouse song and the violence of Vietnam, but it just did not hit the same way like uh, face that scene in Face Off did. Because yeah. the song of Mickey Mouse just felt creepy in that time. Yeah. It just felt creepy. This one was like, it's a strip happy, like, yay. <laughs> so it sounds cheery, but in the middle, I'm click, I gave you the link where it's in the middle already. So the cheery part is already still there, but you check the background, you know, you check where it's at. Oof. Okay, yeah. Things like this I can't show on stream. One dead body. <laughs> another dead body. Like, yay! Why are there so many dead people? <laughs> yeah. Just keep seeing happy, happy. It's in Bollywood then, things. About Bollywood's like, yeah. random, like horrible thing. Random dancing in the middle. Yay! <laughs> I like how the one I linked you with is like, oh my god, murder in the middle. And then, quick, quick, go back to cheery stuff. Them rolling on their motorbikes or them, you know, skiing. Yay! Happy. You didn't remember that dead bunch of people in the middle of our video. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's fairly common these days though, right? Like this juxtaposition of like hyperviolence and something else. Like it, it seems to be something that we find very commonly in our media now. I don't know. Okay, it's a. Uh, uh, I will correct myself for the record here. The face-off song is uh, in that scene is "Over the Rainbow." Ooh, still, the... it's a very happy really? song. Yeah, it's that's "Over the so, Rainbow." Oh that's so interesting. Yeah. So while he's saying "Somewhere Over the Rainbow," oh, yeah, the scenes are like it and starts Nick to fight there, the kid with there, like "Somewhere Over the Rainbow." It's an actor really awesome like uh, scene. This is probably the most unrealistic police scene <laughs> in movies, and there's some pretty bad ones. Just because of that, like, there are hostages here. SWAT team's there. Dump the magazine, boys. <laughs> They're all dying and you're hearing the music. Yeah, the, the music heck? starts when they put the headsets on the kid. And yeah. Yeah, I was like, this is such a weird thing. And as a kid, it's like, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this scene. Because, you know, back then, Ooh, like, R8, like, you know, like, PG-13, all those things, no one really cared. I remember bye when those bye, things got yeah, so bye, weird bye. as we grew up. Like, PG-13... Now is not at all PG thirteen back when we were kids. The same way PG thirteen back when we were kids, I feel like it's GP now. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Oh my god. The same way, like I'm surprised how like things that were rated eighteen now that like, eh, it's not PG thirteen. Like you see some PG thirteens going on, like aren't you like, oh, you have not seen hell yet, sir. What am I looking at? It's the same way I love watching Save because <laughs> I watched Save by the Bell because you know pandemic has to get so much time. I rewatched yeah. Save by the Bell like I think one of the seasons, and I still can't forget seeing that scene where you have the super like uh, sexy girls there wearing very very close clothes. Like wow, 
in our modern day thing, that would just be the most average looking thing ever. It's like like wearing the, the longer hot pants and the top. Like, oh, wow, look, she has slightly sleeveless attire and she's showing her knees. Oh, my. I think I saw a hint of belly. And that then was like the super sexy girls. But paradoxically, though, <laughs> cartoons of yesteryear were so much more violent. Well, because they were meant for adults. They weren't meant for yeah. kids. The time they made kids stuff was like in the 90s. 90s. By then, Dude. the assumption was it was adults was the was the target audience. Look at Flintstones and Jetsons. They were like talking social topic. Um, yeah, but like, you know, things such as um, Tom and Jerry. Were, yeah. and that was the later ones were. The first ones were really meant for like older yeah. audiences. The newer ones, they, yeah, were targeted more towards kids. Still a little bit you, violent, but still, yeah. older ones if, were really meant for a older group i mean Miko, like the ones where he was smoking and stuff tom and jerry to tom and jerry kids the latter does not have any form of violence yes no, that's just that. there's no smoking there's no, fi- there's no fire there's no firearms there's no like yeah. illicit use of substances or alcohol and, and, and the no, older ones had those things yeah. it no had cigarettes racism. it had like alcohol it had lots of things look like, well that's a lot of things at that time yeah but yeah the older things had that and the newer ones, he's basically, let's remove this. Like, remember an anime, like Dragon Ball. The beer became, mm. I think, orange juice or something. <laughs> now it's orange juice. Now it's beer. Yay, beer. The same way <laughs> all poker games in most anime became Go Fish. Uh. In English, does this is by, like, I think four kids. Every poker game became Go Fish. And I was so confused. Like, why is Go Fish so popular in Japan? Or Apparently it's like, not. Uh, it was just poker, and they had to make it go fish, so it's kid friendly. <laughs> is it like uh, ET? You know, replacing guns with walkie talkies. Oh god, that, that one! I found that one so dumb. I, I don't understand that because I never watched. E- What's the I watched the original ET? The original ET was kind of scary uh, because they were chasing them down, and like they were clearing checkpoints. And yeah, guess what? In checkpoints. Cops Jenny have guns because we don't know who's coming to the checkpoint. <laughs> Is it because it, it, might it was be violence because it was pointing guns at children and at stuff? Kids. Okay, yeah. I see, I see. Yeah. But at the same time, like it. it's not unrealistic. These are cops in a checkpoint. You don't know what's coming their way. And isn't it the setting? Have you is seen kids start flying? Be like, I don't recall that one. But if you see kids start flying over checkpoint, like, ah, it's not bad. Yes, what did the Lux Lady serve us today? I don't know what it is, but it's some good shit. I'm seeing flying stuff now. <laughs> so, How old is E.T. as a film? I'm actually curious. How old is uh, E.T.? Way right? older than us. Yeah. E.T. movie when? E.T. was 1982. So it's going to be turning 40 next year. Uh, okay, so fun fact. Uh, 92, yeah, the cops just would have had revolvers and they're really shotgun. This is only in 1986 where they actually update the, some people M16. having rifles. No, some people uh-huh. having rifles because of a situation that happened. I remember that because it's in the year I was born. So one of the year born was what are the weird things that happened the year I was born? And already one of the things was changing Ooh. the doctrine of, okay, we need cops to have slightly bigger boom booms. Well, for those who have been listening, uh, Steven Spielberg himself back in 2011, like 10 years ago, admitted that the walkie-talkies were a mistake. So there you go. Yeah. He owned it up. It really was dumb. It's like, why is this a yeah, thing? Like, this is why CGI destroy classic movies like Star Wars and Star Wars and E.T. And I say Star Wars. And shot Except for don't, when- <laughs> don't say that, Miko. Don't say it. The, the scary lady called Kathleen might h- kill us and send her no, army the, of supportive trolls. No, the funny thing <laughs> is, it's actually impossible to watch the actual original Star Wars, like the one that's movie, released in the movies. It's actually yeah, impossible yeah. to watch now. 
George Lucas. Because, yep, the OG OG Star Wars. All the text in the all you'll find all the text in the movie is English. Yeah, they didn't have Orbish. All the stuff was English. They changed it to Orbish later on because they found that making it alien script didn't require them to translate in other languages. Did you watch the? It could. It's still. Re- I watched the even 90s the, no, even Star the despecialized one remake. It's still not the original one because like the original things yeah. in the English text were never released to the public. Yeah, yeah. But so like, to see that you'd have to redo it. But yeah, I saw the such the despecialized. That was nice. The same I saw a nice cut. Because even all copies, as as far as I understand, right, all commercially available copies of the current version of original trilogy um, are post from the Lucas deciding that. Yeah, like we need CGI more is better. CGI stuff. So, like, even the despecialized edition is something that is trying to recreate. Yeah, what recreate the original like what Star Wars. Have been. Oh my god, originally was yeah. yeah, which is kind of interesting. Speaking, no, of the there's also versions of the hmm? Ooh, what about which trilogy? Uh, uh, Lord no, of the, the Rings trilogy. It was uh, <laughs> edited by the ex-wife of. Uh, George Lucas, right? Mm, yeah. So she made news a few weeks back saying she doesn't like the new sequel. And she was like not getting... Oh, yeah, I know. I saw that. But that I blew up and on then, my feed. And, and like, I'm, I'm laughing because some people say, well, what does she know? She's a, what does she know? Like, oh, so you're blatantly being sexist because she's a woman. You know, the same thing that the defenders of the new sequel are doing because you don't like it because you don't like the reason that the main character is women, right? Because you're sexist. So... Nah. You don't reversed. agree with me, therefore you're wrong. That's how yeah, it like, goes with any fandom. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, but, say that, I'm not a big fan of the sequel trilogy, but I know there are some good moments in it. And the same way, I know that people grew up with that, like probably like they'll remember it fairly fondly. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I see lots of faults in that. Same with the original trilogy, same with the prequel, same mm-hmm. with the only, the only thing that really, yeah. the only thing I really disliked the most about the sequel trilogy was in the end, it didn't end up as the story of Kylo, which is that. Like, people say, it's the story of Rey. No, it's the story of Kylo Ren. He's the character with the most character development in the entire trilogy. No, it should have been. And he's an actual Skywalker, basically. Here's a solo. Yeah. No, he's still Skywalker blood. Who wins? Palpatine. <laughs> oh, Palpatine. Yeah. And, and what's the, what's really the title you know. of the movie, Mika? Rise of the Skywalker. <laughs> like Palpatine. I'm a Skywalker now. <laughs> you <laughs> eat? Like, huh? like somewhere's the Emperor. <laughs> I limited power. I win. <laughs> and I took your name. <laughs> Double victory. <laughs> The thing that I um, mean. the thing that the new trilogy kind of forgot was that the Star Wars trilogies have just been a family drama. Yeah, it is. That's why I loved uh, Rogue One and like Mandalorian is as is it. It's Star Wars without the family drama. It's Star Wars. It's set in the universe, but without all that other Star Wars stuff yeah. aside. Yeah. So like with a main baggage, a main Star Wars episode film needs to have that baggage in order for it to be a Star Wars film, right? Yep. Like, that was the precedent that George Lucas set. And by trying to break from that, kind of gutted a Star uh, Star Wars trilogy of the thing that it kind of is about, the Skywalker bloodline. Yep. Now it's all about the Palpatine bloodline. But But somehow, he has returned. Which I love people pointing out, like... A back-and-forth directorship. Had you just stuck with one director for three films, it would have been worse. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would say I've been worse. If you gave it oh, yeah, all to JJ Abrams, Abrams, dude, oh and, my god, and it would have been Rian worse. So, some people are defending the last Jedi, saying, "Oh, had they stuck Ryan Johnson with the rise of Skywalker?" I'm like, I mean, I oh, enjoyed Ryan up. Johnson's fresh take to things. He's like, yeah. so like, I'll throw things to the wind. Problem was, it was very disjointed in the entirety yeah. of the film. I was like hoping for like it to somehow tie up all together really nicely. It didn't. Nope, nope. It's yeah. trying to take out. It's like Transformers the movie. You want to kill off Optimus Prime. You want to kill off Megatron. Hey, Ironhide, you're going to die at the start. Basically, the sister of that lady. You know what the sequel trilogy felt like? It felt mm-hmm. like Star Wars listening to the loudest portion of the fandom. Well, That's yeah, what speaking it felt of like. Gets ah, yes. Uh, not just that. The loudest yeah. one because on the Force Awakens, the Force Awakens, one of the biggest criticisms of the Force Awakens was, fucking, this is a rehash of A New Hope. It which really it, was. Which, it which really it was. was. It was super which safe. It, which which it I was. understood. And I understood so, and accepted. Like, look, they want to be safe. It's then it's scary. Yeah, I get it. It's the safe. Right? I accepted that. But but there was that loud. Oh no, like, that really loud things like it should have been what different. What the fuck is this? This is just a retread of you know of 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 Honestly, the they should have not done Star Killer Base. I feel they, like if they didn't do a Star Killer Base and they did another super weapon, it would have been okay. But the, this was the Death Star. There's a star killer. We're just doing copy paste here, really. And then Lodge. Right? So you know, so, you know, so 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 what did Star Wars spaceship, do? So what did Star Wars do? Better. They listened to what their fans said and said, fuck it. Yeah. Let's get Ryan Johnson. He's gonna shit on everything. It's gonna be totally Let's different. overcorrect this. What? And so they overcorrect. Me, cool. But Rama was his movie in the end, stayed disjointed. It made no sense. Like literally the entire side story yeah. with Finn and Rose. Had no consequence to the story whatsoever. Oh, that was that was so bad. That was probably a script. I I blame the script writers. Um, but then yeah. after after uh, and then after the last Jedi, after the last Jedi, like another part of the fandom got really loud. And so, what did Lucasfilm do? They listened to them and Bring they back brought JJ. back the greatest. And it just led to like a really shit trilogy. They should have. I just like how the last film had the seven. I like how the last movie had seven cuts to it yeah. that they went through. And they had they showed off the things on the original concept in the cutting uh, the cutting room floor, which was so different and really interesting because it basically showed a bad guy. Like the First Order was in full control of everything. Like they're, they okay. failed. And now they're just slowly trying to fight their way back. It was like Empire Strikes Back level of, wow, we're losing. But in the end, they were able to pull off a victory. Like, oh, that been really cool. Because that's also one thing that they really lacked in the entire trilogy was the fact that the reason why we people felt like uh, Ray was very Mary Sueish, or at least I found like a little funny, was in terms of character development, was Kylo never won. Yeah, yeah. He gets- Kylo literally never beat her in a fight. She never <laughs> lost a fight. So I'm like, I see, I literally see you as what is the risk I'm feeling about you? You're probably not gonna die. I'm like more excited for Kylo to maybe ground. win something <laughs> more than you losing. It's like Kylo win something that's not fighting a elderly unarmed man in a village. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or an elderly unarmed man on a bridge. That's your dad, or other elderly people, elderly unarmed people randomly anywhere else. But thinking about thinking about the sequel trilogy, it really should have been Kylo Ren's trilogy. It is. I thought that was the case because look at oh, he has really great character development, and I thought that was the bait and switch. Like we thought about this, and then the real character was just like, "Hey, that's cool," and I took yeah. it as that. So I came into the third movie as 
I want to see Kylo's redemption arc, which was uh, kind of there, but was kind of lackluster, really. Yeah. It felt like, eh. Like, the, in the Westworld, like, like they just random kissing. Like, <laughs> I'm confused. I am very confused. And the best part was yeah. when they took it back in a book and said the kiss was totally platonic. And it was just a spur of the moment type thing. And it was like, I'm like, I give up. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I am confused. I, I can't yeah. remember which YouTuber it was, but there was a YouTuber that was talking about the story of the sequel trilogy from the point of view of Kylo Ren. Oh, so, that'd be cool. Yeah. So like all, all of the same stuff was there, right? All of the same, um, all of the same events and all of the same whatever happened in the movie was there but instead of um instead of anchoring his narrative or his retelling on the character of ray which is pretty much who we follow throughout the entire sequel trilogy his narrative was talking about the journey of kylo ren and i was like that would have been an amazing trilogy it would have been awesome and i really thought they were going that way look at i because he had the most character development so i figured oh it's actually a story about him that's so cool Especially in TLJ, where we got so much more information about him. Yeah. I really thought that was the bait and switch coming. Like, oh, it's going to be awesome. That's why I was so high on the hype for three, the third one. Until I started seeing the leaks and started I'm like, I'm okay. I'm getting a little worried. I'm really hoping it's not that. They should have, they should have run with it. They should have run with it. They, they should, should have run with it. But well, they listened you to the loudest they, part of say, the fandom. You could say that they didn't listen right because we wanted a Skywalker. He's a solo, yeah. but he's closer than the Palpatine. And I still yeah. love how people point out that I like I hate sand. It's rough, of course, and gets everywhere. It's now not the worst Star Wars line. The <laughs> worst Star Wars line came from Poe, which is somehow Palpatine has returned. And I will agree that's like one of the worst lines. Because it's just the only throwaway given to explain it why Palpatine's back is somehow he's returned. Somehow and that's he's it. Back. Yeah, but there. It's like Ah, they they listen to the loudest part of the fandom, which very often isn't the right part of the fandom to listen to. Yep, yep. not at all. They're just on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God, listening to the Twitter fans is probably the worst set of fans. Sorry, Twitter fans. You guys are weird. You're like, ah, yeah. oh, do you know those other fandoms? Check out the Reddits and other places. Actually, I really like the Reddits. Hmm. Like They're interesting are... groups, especially, especially because they promote each other and says like, this is a great idea. We all agree. Yeah. And then there are people who give like opposition ideas. It's great. Yeah. And if you don't like it, just go to a different subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that one there, I was so... Just I just didn't like the fact that Palpatine somehow won. The Skywalkers are essentially all gone. And I still <laughs> love how in the end of it, like the Palpatine super plan was with like a thousand like exec... Like a... Not exactly class. I forgot what the class Star Destroyer they had were. That all had like like a they had planet beams on them. On the Little Death Star lasers, which is actually oh based off a uh, expanded universe ship. So I like that's kind of cool. But boils down to wait, wait, wait. You're telling me that there's all this, but you still have one antenna thing to guide them up. Like it's on the ground. Oh, we have a backup. Oh, cool. It's on this one ship. Like could, my my. Like, Who's in charge of the who's in charge of the who's in charge of resources? Can we scrap two ships and place like 10 more of these radar arrays? Get the back, please. Can we like spend a bit of cash here? Not or my the... favorite scene with the freaking horses. The horses there, sir. We can't stop them. Okay, tilt. <laughs> okay, we're good. <laughs> like, you know, 
not 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 to shit on like my employers too much, but like I I can kind of see where Palpatine is coming from because big organizations like to have a single point of failure. It's just really a, why is that thing? Big organizations have a single point of failure because Skate big organizations because big organizations do not tr- do not trust their employees. Ah. We need to make sure they can blow us all stuff in one go. Oh right? God, that one there. So oh, here's, 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 here's what I mean. Some of our teachers were giving our students an online sort of exam, right? We have this yeah. proctoring thing where um, we have the kids turn on their cameras and screen share and all of that. Like it's, it's tremendously easy to cheat, but you know, it's oh, yeah. that, it, it's, it's that it's whole, an like, system. It's, it's that whole, like, we pretend that we're watching them, sort of. Or if, if they feel like we're watching them, they'll probably be a little bit more honest. Um, they, they, the, uh, the school thought it would be a good idea if we all went on site to do our proctoring from school. Okay, so if your ISP all dies in one go, you're all gone. They like having single points of failure because they don't <laughs> trust us. <laughs> if we're going down, we're all coming down at the same time. Let's go. And their okay. backup was like one dude somewhere else. And we're like, all right, uh-huh. shit, you have an offsite backup. But if PLDD fucks up, like in this moment, congratulations. Yeah. Like all of your proctors are dead. Let the cheating commence. Uh, and also, this it's, one it's, more it's, thing it's I not, was. It's not the cheating per se, it's just that large organizations have this habit. Of setting up single points of failure because oh, redundancy is expensive. Okay, that's true. Yeah, I'll, I'll, and, I'll accept that. Right? <laughs> redundancy is expensive and redundancy can be complicated. Okay, you I can somewhat understand two, that point of view. You yeah. have two parallel train lines. There's a little bit. There's a little bit more complexity there. One train goes down. We have a nice backup, but when both trains are running, there's a little bit more complexity. Um, it's dumb that big organizations tend towards single points of failure. Like, you know, everybody has to be in one building. Right? Like, you know, so Palpatine probably was used to that sort of thing. Well, yeah, I guess because from that. Also, one thing, though, I'll point out that I find really dumb in the ship design. I love how the turrets that Finn and I forgot what the other, like, Stormtrooper's name was, uh, took over the turret on the Star Destroyer. And not only were they able to hijack the turret, from the outside, which, like, that seems to be a scary risk, the turret can point down and aim at their own ship. Yeah! <laughs> what? I'm like, you know, like, real machine guns we have on the Humvees and things? There's a physical barrier that prevents that gun from going lower than with you, so you don't accidentally shoot someone in your team. And this one here is like, why can this destroyer shoot itself? Who designed this? What? that there why can't turn through the freaking crow's nest who allowed this you know what they need to do now they need to release a movie called like rogue 2 right where they have like a dude that was part of the resistance that like was the one that designed it it's like i have to make sure this is hackable and the thing could like 360 no scope someone yeah, sort of like a sort of like <laughs> sort of like Rogue One, right? Like part of Rogue One was like trying to cover up that big plot hole about like why why was the trench run even possible? Oh yeah, yeah. because this dude uh, because this girl's dad somebody that built in the security. So like yay retconning. That's that's how they should retcon it. They make Rogue Two. 
and the yep. person. But in fairness, as people, but in fairness, as people did did protect the whole like a uh, vent for the Death Star ass. That was one single vent doing that much. That's a lot of engineering to actually vent that much heat in a one tiny hole. Yeah. Wait, wait. Did you? And still, that freaking proton torpedo making a ninety degree <laughs> turn into it. Like, <laughs> that was insane. What the it's like it, it, it's like that movie. I'm, that I'm confused to here. Curve a bu- to do a curved bullet. No, no, wanted curved it. This was like yeah, yeah. wanted. This is like <laughs> that's worse. Like, like that defies physics. We're in space. We're in space now. <laughs> now imagine if you had plumbers there. So oh, talk about that. Talk so about that. Talk about plumbers. New Mario movie coming out. It is animated. Hey, and guess yet. guess who's the voice actors? And apparently, some people are like crying foul over Chris Pratt. Uh, really? Jack I'm Black. actually looking. I'm yeah. looking forward to a Jack Black blouser. Like that sounds awesome. The same way, I like mean, Chris the- Pratt is Mario. I'm cool with that. Like that sounds but- cool. Even but, PLS Toad, yeah. I'm like, I kind of want to see PLS Toad. That sounds really fun. I mean, think about it. If it goes to our Filipino version, it's not like we're going to be any better. We'll have the, that small, tiny guy as Mario. We'll have Jimmy Santos as Bowser, maybe. We might have Willie Revillian as whoever the hell. I don't know. If and I love how guys, I learned <laughs> the funniest ways that how I got the announcement for that thing was someone got the clip of Chris Pratt in Jurassic Park with blue his, his raptor and said <laughs> like a uh, Mario and Yoshi colorized. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Am I like? I was like, why is it? Why are people alive? Why is this thing? They're like, oh, he's the voice oh, he's for Mario. The... That is so cool. <laughs> and, and here's the funny part: the guy who is voice for Mario in the video games is also part of the cast. And they're saying, "Hey, how come he's not Mario? Have you heard that Mario talk?" Oh God, yeah. Have you, <laughs> it, this is like where you know the these guys, these fans are effing faking it and saying they just don't like a white dude doing a Mario. The last white dude Mar- who did it, Mario, was an is Italian. like Italian. Mario's yeah. like a white is like a white guy. He's an Italian plumber fighting. Italians Koopas. are I mean, white I feel guys. Like- Italians are white. Just because you're Americans doesn't mean the other Europeans are not white. <laughs> no one's a bad thing that way. So like, when God. I just saw Bow- Jack Idiots. Black as Bowser. I'm like, I want to see this. I want to see School of Rock Bowser. I want to see this. <laughs> yes. As soon as yes. they became like Bowser, like, is this? This has to become like this is not the. Stupid Mario movie Jow and I saw when we were kids. Oh my god. Wait, dude, is, is, is the Mario movie Ugh. also the one that was with Captain Lou Albano, or that's the TV Mario? The one that do the Mario. Then wait, is he still alive? Nah, he died 2009. Okay, like, I don't remember him alive anymore. I loved going that going up. That was like a weird ass Mario. Plus, it had yeah. Legend of Zelda right after it. Yep, so, you did, and that's the only time you saw a brown haired link. And I guess they're gonna try to bring that up. And say, see, this is the last murder that was Italian American, Captain Lou Albano. Like, yeah, have you yeah. seen that show? <laughs> have you seen that show? You know, I, have you seen his wrestling work? His wrestling works better than the show. Captain Lou Albano is a wrestler, a wrestling manager. He had what? a gig with Cindy Lauper. That's how I no, think he, was he got Super Mario. Smash before Super Smash the thing. Why couldn't he yeah. be the voice? He's like, I'm Dude. wrestling Mario. <laughs> Dude, before Hulk Hogan was like famous, he's one of the bad guys in wrestling. Oh god, we were not I, wish voiced, the, I wish he voiced the Super Smash Mario. That would been just him like channel back to your wrestling career for this Mario. I know. I think he was already geriatric or dead that time. Super Smash Brothers came. To no, Super oh, wait, Smash no. came out on N sixty four. N sixty four. He was not in good health anymore. Oh, 
So I doubt he been could aw- be. It'd have been awesome yeah. they got him. That'd been really cool. Uh, they should yeah, still get I John, John Leguizamo for like Luigi though. I'm yeah. not familiar enough with his work to have any comment on that. Well, he played Luigi in that <laughs> shit Mario from the 90s. I want to do not remember that Mario so much. That was so like, funny, dude. Mario, I was so excited as a kid, and I got like, "What am I watching? What's a Goomba look like that? Who are you? You're not Bowser. You're some weird guy." It's that that was small but the watching Mario Street Fighter. I'll say the, the because, Mario design for the yeah. character in Luigi was actually pretty cool. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. give them that. Like it was a kind of cool sense with the jump boots. But everything else was like, what is going on? What is the going on? Is, this is an animated Mario, so obviously we won't see Chris Pratt in freaking live action, right? Oh yeah, of course he's the voice. Yeah. The, the, and the, I'm not. I have people's... no issue with anyone voicing anyone. It's like yeah, if your so voice works, it. Thing, go for it. Well, it's so stupid. It's not like voice acting. Why, why voice acting? against it? I mean, like, like, I have no idea. Yeah. People are it's, so it's one against of those things. Like Lisa Soberano doing trust. I'm like, who cares? We have a voice. voice cast. Martin, we can go you're, switch you're, it off. You're on Twitter right? too much, I think. Yeah, I, I am. Because I have I, to promote our shows I, there. I think <laughs> you're on Twitter. I think I'm you're sorry, on Twitter to a little too much. I mean, like. Twitter's not the real the world. Most, Twitter's not the, the real most world. I do, the most I do on yeah. social media is, like, post stuff and then, like. Yeah. That's a good idea. Just, like. Lucky you. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it, it could have been worse. Could be like John, who would like essentially toss a verbal hand grenade and run away. Okay, yeah. let's throw that in the group. Please, I live for. <laughs> I really wish he does that more often. You know, say say like the office, uh, say say people, uh, school say, all right, please share this poster or whatever. All right, share okay. and then close done. Facebook. You know that okay. that sort of thing, like the bare uh, minimum. Yeah, bare I minimum. have done your requirements. The, the absolute bare minimum, and, and that's that's. Pretty much my entire sort of social media, right? Like that's healthy. Yeah, healthy. And Plurk, Miko, come back to Plurk. Yeah, Plurk is amazing. <laughs> that's where I actually like bitch uh, about. Yeah. Is it yep. still alive? Yes. What? Yes, it is. Wait, wait, wait. I actually have to see. Is it still the same, or is it like really different now? Uh, it's still the same, more or less. Yeah, more or less. Oh my god! Really? Okay. Huh. I wonder if I can still remember my old Plurk password. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you, you know, so, you know the funny thing about Plurk. You know, remember Plurk has achievements, right? Yeah. Yes. Once I one hundred percented the Plurk achievements, I just literally dropped it the exact the same day. Like I have luck less achievements. Screw you guys! I'm off this platform. <laughs> you got him going home. <laughs> it's literally like the first thing I ever saw. It's first like social media I saw with achievements. I'm like, I need to complete. I am a completionist. I need to complete all the achievements. And I did, and immediately, like, ah, I am done. Goodbye. Oh, my. Actually, hit the point. I don't even know why people are following me on my plurk. Like, what? Who are Like, who the hell are you people? Why are you following me? Yeah. I was so confused. Like, who are you people? Why are you following me? Leave me alone. It was really strange and really, really, gosh. But yeah, the old, like, heck, old, about old comedians. I'm surprised how active Left 4 Dead 2 community still is. Like, that game is online? super old. Apparently, it's still super alive. As in that the modding community is still massive. The player community is still massive. Like, really? Okay, I'm just kind of shocked. I thought it was alive again because of the new game coming out, which is a spiritual game, sequel right? to Left 4 Dead. Something for, like, there's something for something. I forgot what it was. Like, Out for Blood or something. Oh, Wherever this. It's, it's pretty much just uh, Left 4 Dead, but, you know, not. But yeah, I'm surprised how big the modern community is for that thing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like amazed. Like I love how you can make like the 
um, uh, mongoose, the Among Us characters, all the zombies. So you're just being attacked by like all these Among Us, like, ah! It's oh, amazing. We should play, we should play Very... Left for Dead. Looking Except forward for to Jack Black, though. So hell yeah, I'm, I'm watching that. I am. I, I mean, that, haven't watched like Chris, Pratt, Chris Pratt and Jack Black. Like I, I'm, I'm in this. I'm, 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 I'm up for this. Let's, let's find out how it goes. I want it's to like see. Me, I don't even you, know who Peaches. I didn't if you care. See, like, uh, Adam Sandler there. I'd still go for that. Like, oh, Adam Sandler. So there's going to be a Rob Snyder. You can do it, Toba. <laughs> you can do it. I or, would love Rob Mario Snyder as a toad. Louis. Or as Luigi and Mario is Adam Sandler. So he said, you can do it, Mario. Oh, <coughs> I mean, Mamma Mia, you can do it. <laughs> like, what the hell? What was that? <laughs> or actually, you know, I would love Jack Black as Mario. If they had a Wario, I would love too. Jack Black as That Mario. would work too. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> but you know but what would be more amazing, guys? A good head. Martin is committing to the bit. Oh, God. Oh, God. 